Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. And then Spain and Portugal and maybe Australia and America. Oh, hello everyone. Hi. We were just talking about all of the places that we'd like to go on holiday once all of this coronavirus stuff is over. There are just so many countries to choose from. Yes, the world that God made is really, really massive, isn't it? Yes, and just think, Claire, about all of the many, many people that are in all of those countries right across the world. Yes, but Andrew, did you know that not everyone in all of those countries knows about Jesus? What? Really? Yeah. I I thought everybody knew about Jesus. No, sadly not. You see, the Bible tells us that people need to be told about Jesus. But who, who, who tells them? Well, people who already know and love Jesus tell them. Wow. That seems like a really, really big job. I'm so glad there are lots of grown-ups here, Christians, that are able to go and tell other people about Jesus all over the world. Well, Andrew, not just grown-ups. Children who love and follow Jesus can tell others about him too. Really? That, that's great news. So these guys can help us too? Oh, yes. Well, then we have a lot to learn today. Yes, we do, but I think we should start by singing a song about the world and the amazing God who made it. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea, Claire. So everybody stand up and let's sing together. When I look around me and I see the world you've made everywhere. I see your power displayed, you're the great creator. Just and 
great singing, everybody. So Claire, I've been thinking, if we're going to go on this really big adventure to find out more about God's great big world today, I was thinking that we should maybe collect some items that we might need to go exploring. That's a good so idea. So I think we should play a game of Bring Me. Now make sure that you get a parent to help you with this so that you don't injure yourself or damage anything on the way. Claire, I think you should give me hmm, five items that I have to go and get one at a time. Okay. And maybe give me, say, 20 seconds to get each one and you guys can join in as well. Okay, great. Yes, let's go. What's my first item? The first one is a pillow. Ta-da! Andrew? What? That's not a pillow, that's a cushion. Oh, come on, Claire, they're basically the same. I mean, maybe if I squished it a... I hope no. you got one. Okay, let's try again. We'll try for another one. Okay, this time I want you to bring me a map. Okay. a mop, not a map. Oh, um, I hope you got a map. <laughs> okay, what's next? I can get it this time. I can definitely okay. get it this time. This time, I want you to bring me a piece of fruit. Okay. Lime jelly. Yeah, it's it's lime. It's jelly. <laughs> but it's lime, and lime's a fruit, and jelly's really good if you run out of energy, apparently. That, that's true, but it's not a piece of fruit. Uh-uh. Okay, hopefully you can do this one. Hopefully so. A water bottle. It's orange juice. It's, it's water with some orange juice in it. This is terrible. I hope you're better at home. Okay, last one. Please, can you get this one? Okay, okay. A pair of socks. Not smelly ones.
that bad. <laughs> well, well, I got that one right. I'll give you that. That's a pair of socks. Okay, great. I hope you guys were able to get all of those. And I think we've got everything gathered together. We're now ready to go. Okay. So Claire, would you be able to teach us now maybe something more about what you were talking about earlier, about the world needing to hear the good news about Jesus? Yes, absolutely. Great. Who likes asking questions? I love asking questions. It helps me to learn lots of new things. Asking questions is a really good thing. Today our memory verse is made up of three questions. Let me read it to you. It's from Romans chapter 10 verse 14. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? Can you say it with me? Okay, let's try it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? Let's say it again in a really quiet voice. One, two. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? How did you get on with that? Okay, let's look at the first bit first and we'll come back to the other two questions a little bit later on. Our verse says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? I wonder who the him is. Do you know? Yes, it's talking about Jesus. Hmm, let's ask another question. I wonder who the they are. Do you know that one? Well, it's people who have never believed in Jesus. Now, maybe you're thinking, Claire, what does it mean to believe? Well, it means to accept that something is true. So, what do these people need to hear and believe? Well, first of all, everyone needs to know that they have a really big problem. It's called sin. It's all of the things that we think and that we say and that we do that breaks God's rules. The second thing that everybody needs to know is that God made them and he cares for them. But their big problem separates them from God because God is so holy and perfect and he hates sin. Now that sounds like really sad news, doesn't it? But there's really good news and we'll come to that a little bit later on. For now, let's try and say that first bit together. You say it with me. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? Great. This time let's say it together standing on one leg. So everybody stand up and say it on one leg. One, two. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? Great job. Okay, we're going to do part two in a little while. Thank you, Claire. That was really great learning, everybody. Do you know, I was just thinking, Claire, God has been rescuing people for a really long time. Hmm. And I was thinking about a story in the Bible about how God used a man called Noah to rescue his people thousands of years ago. Okay. Would you like to hear it? 
Oh, yes, please. Okay, let's hear the story because Kim and Sam found out all about it one day when they went to visit a farm. Kim and Sam went to the farm. They saw Farmer Jim. Farmer Jim said, let's go and see some animals. They saw cows, sheep, hens, ducks and a horse. Kim said, I like ducks. Quack, quack, said the ducks. Sam said, I like sheep. Bah, said the sheep. It started to rain. Oh no, said Kim. We will get wet. Let's go, said Farmer Jim. They went into the house. Kim and Sam had a glass of milk and cookies. It is raining, said Farmer Jim. I will tell you a story. He had a big book. This is God's book. It is the Bible, said Farmer Jim. This story is true. God made the world. God made it all. God made the people. God loved the people. The people did not love God. They did not do what God said. They did wrong things. God was sad. God said, it must stop. I will send lots of water over all the world. This is Noah. Noah loved God. God said, Noah, make a big boat. There will be a flood. I will send lots of water over all the world. Noah made a big boat called an ark. He made it the way God told him. It took a long time to build the ark. God said, Noah, go into the ark. Your family will go into the ark. Two of all the animals will go into the ark. Noah went into the ark. His family went into the ark. The animals went into the ark. There were two lions, two elephants, two bears, two snakes, two dogs, two monkeys, two dinosaurs, two creepy crawly spiders, two teeny tiny ants, and lots more. They were all in the ark. God closed the door. It was raining. There was water over all the world. Noah was safe in the ark. His family were safe in the ark. The animals were safe in the ark. It rained for 40 days. It rained for 40 nights. It rained a lot. Then, the rain stopped. The ark stopped on a big mountain. Noah opened the window. He sent out a blackbird called a raven. It did not come back. He sent out a white bird called a dove. The white bird came back. It was still wet. He sent out the white bird again. It came back with a leaf from a tree. It will soon be dry, said Noah. He sent out the white bird again. The bird did not come back. It was now dry. God said, come out. They got out of the ark. Noah thanked God. 
God said, I will make a promise. I will not send a flood over all the world again. God put a rainbow in the sky. Noah saw the rainbow. God said, when you see a rainbow, remember my promise. I always keep my promises. The end, said Farmer Jim. Is it the end? asked Sam. The book is very big. What happened next? asked Kim. Was it all good? Did the people love God? No, said Farmer Jim. God loved the people. But the people kept doing wrong things. The Bible calls this sin. Farmer Jim said, The Bible tells us we all have sinned. We can't be in God's family unless our sin is forgiven. This is sad, said Kim. It is not the end, said Farmer Jim. God made another promise. He promised to do something very special. God loves us. So his very special promise was to send his son, Jesus. God kept his promise. Jesus came to die on a cross. Jesus did not sin. Jesus died for our sin. Three days later, Jesus was alive. Jesus is alive today. Jesus is the only one who can forgive sin. You can trust him to forgive your sin. The Bible says, believe in Jesus and you will be saved. If you trust Jesus, God will forgive you. Then you will be part of God's family. God will help you live for him here on earth. Then one day you will be with God in heaven. That's good news, said Sam. Look, said Kim, it's not raining. They went outside. Look, said Sam. Sam saw a rainbow. What do you remember when you see a rainbow? Asked Farmer Jim. Sam said, I remember that God keeps his promises. Kim said, I remember that God loves me. He sent Jesus to die for me so I can be in God's family. I really enjoyed that story. I hope you did too, boys and girls. You know, telling the whole world about Jesus seems like an impossible task. Well, it might. But before Jesus left Earth, he commanded his followers to tell others about him. And you know, he actually helps us to do that. Wow. I actually think that we should maybe sing a song about this mission that Jesus has given his followers and how, in his strength, it is actually possible. Yes, that's a great idea. Yeah.
what he's done for me. What he's done for us. This is our mission. Well, can you remember the first part of the verse that we learnt earlier? Let's say it together, but this time I want you to take your hand and cover one eye. Let's see if you can do it. After two, one, two. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? Great. Earlier we learnt that there's really sad news, that we've all broken God's rules. And I told you that there was really good news. Do you want to hear that good news? I, I can't hear you. Do you want to hear that good news? Yes, that's better. Well, the good news is that Jesus came down from heaven to earth to take the punishment for sin so that we wouldn't have to be separated from God forever. You see, Jesus died on the cross and then God raised him from the dead and he's alive today. You see, the verse before in the Bible, verse 13, tells us that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So that means that anyone who asks the Lord Jesus to forgive them for their sin will be rescued from the punishment that they deserve. How amazing is that news? I wonder, have you ever done that? And if you have, I wonder, are you excited to tell other people this great news? Let's move on to the next part of our verse. It says, and how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? I want you to say it with me. So let's take our hand and cover the other eye. After two, one, two. And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? Okay, let's try it again. This time I want you to say it while patting your head. And if you're really good, you can pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Let's try it. One, two. And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? Great. So how can people believe in Jesus if nobody has ever told them? Well, Paul, the person who wrote this verse, must have had the same question as me. That's what the next part of our verse is. It says, and how are they to hear without someone preaching? So how can they hear if someone doesn't preach to them? Now, 
Preaching doesn't necessarily mean standing at the front of a church preaching a sermon. It simply means telling the good news about Jesus and what he has done. You and I need to tell other people all about this good news. You don't have to be a grown-up or a minister to do that. In fact, God wants us to tell people about his son Jesus. You can tell your family, your friends, maybe the person who sits beside you in school or your friend that you play with next door. You see, the answer to the questions in our verse is actually us. We need to tell all people about Jesus. Let's try and say the whole verse together with me. This time we're going to do volume control. So if my hand's up high, we'll say it really loudly. And if it's down low, then we'll say it really quietly. Okay, let's try it. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? in him of whom they have never heard and how are they to hear without someone preaching i think you're getting really good at that let's do the whole thing one last time just to help you get it in your head after two one two the bible says in romans chapter 10 verse 14 how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed and how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? That was a really great job. I hope you remember that verse and I hope that you remember to go and tell people about the Lord Jesus and all that he has done. Okay, so we've been all listening for quite a long time. Right. And I was thinking that maybe we could play a game. Yeah, sounds great. Which game? I don't know. Well, when someone says that they want to play a game, they usually have one in their head that they want to play. Oh, well, you see, I just hadn't got that far thinking through it yet. Oh, I was kind of hoping dear. that maybe you would have a game that we could all play. Yes, I have a game that we can yes. all play. Okay, it's called Heads or Tails. Okay. So what you need to do is yep. you need to choose Heads or Tails. And I'm going to flip a coin. Mm -hmm. And if the coin lands on heads and your hands were on your heads, you get the point. But if your hands were on your tail, then you don't get the point. Oh, okay. Yeah, got I've got it. Yeah. Are you ready, boys and girls? You make sure you're standing up, ready to go. Okay, choose heads or tails. Oh. That's cheating. Okay, I'll go for tails. Okay. Tails it is. Yes. Put up your hand if you won with me. Great. Okay, next, next, next. Next one, heads or tails. It's tails. Oh. oh, sad. Okay. Well, I'm I'm out, but you keep playing, boys and girls. Okay. Pick heads or tails. Ready. This time it's tails. Well done if you got tails and if you got heads. Well, I might too, so it's okay. Okay. Here's the last one. Heads or tails. It's tails again. Well done, everybody. That was really, really great. I really enjoyed that game. But I think that's enough standing and sitting and standing and sitting because I've just thought of another great story. So I think if everybody sits down, we could maybe hear it. I think that's a great idea. Great. Boys and girls, what kind of jobs do you get asked to do at home? 
How would you like to grow up in a house where you had maids who did all of those things for you? I imagine some of you would really like that. I think I would. Well, that's exactly what it was like for Isabella Lilius Trotter. She was born in London on the 14th of July, 1853, and she had eight brothers and sisters. Her family was very wealthy, but more importantly, her mum and dad loved and followed God. They taught Lilius from God's word, the Bible, and what it meant for her to have her sin forgiven. You know, having Christian parents, however, didn't make Lilius a Christian. To become a Christian, Lilius had to pray to God herself. She had to tell God that she was sorry for all of the time she had disobeyed him and ask him to forgive her. At age 25, Lilius worked at the Wellbeck Street Institute. She led a Bible class for women and she taught them foreign languages, singing and sewing. Lilius loved telling people the good news about Jesus and her work at the Wellbeck Street Institute, but she knew that she needed God's help with this. She could depend on God to hear and answer her prayers, as it teaches in Jeremiah 33. Lilius' background, where she had everything that she wanted, was becoming less and less important to her. In her heart, she wanted to put God first, even if it meant giving up so many of the luxuries she had been used to. What about you? Do you put God first in your life, or is something else even more important than him? Perhaps it's your games console. Maybe you use it until pretty late at night and then you're too tired to read the Bible or talk to God in prayer. Maybe it's your football team or the music you listen to or something completely different. It's okay to enjoy those things, but don't let them become more important than the Lord Jesus. Remember, Jesus gave his life so that you could be forgiven. Do you not think that he deserves all of your love and that he really should be the most important person in your life? Lilius loved God and knew that she wanted to spend the rest of her life working for God, wherever that would be. However, there were some pretty big decisions that she would have to make with God's help and guidance. She was a really talented artist and could have decided to make this the most important thing in her life. She also had problems with her health and could have decided to put this first. Nevertheless, Lilius made a clear decision that God and his work would come first in her life, and God certainly had first place in her life. It might have been easier for Lilius to stay at home and rest when she was unwell or earn lots of money as an artist, but Lilius knew that God would never leave her, even in difficult times. In God's word, he promises each person who gives their life to him that he will never leave them nor forsake them. That promise is for you if you have Jesus as your saviour. Isn't that wonderful that God is always with you? Lilius never gave up or never gave in because she believed God's promise that he would be with her. And if you love and follow the Lord Jesus, never give up, never give in on the things that God wants you to do for him. Lilius not only knew God as her saviour, but she had given him every single part of her life. She began to realise that although she loved her work at the Welbeck Street Institute, it wasn't what God wanted her to do for the rest of her life. So again, she called on God, as Jeremiah 33 says, and he did answer her. In 1888, with two friends, Lilius went to Algiers in North Africa to tell the Muslim people there about the Lord Jesus Christ. She knew that's what God wanted her to do, and she was so happy to be working for him. She wouldn't have her maids to do her cleaning, cooking and washing, but she was prepared to do everything God asked her to do. 
The Muslim people in Algiers didn't worship or believe in the one true living God. Instead, they believed in a God called Allah, who they prayed to at least five times each day. They depended on the good things they did to give them a chance to get into heaven. But of course, we know that the Bible says that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Life had changed for Lilius, and it wasn't always easy, as we'll soon find out. Even today, being a Christian isn't always easy, and there can be difficult things for you to face. At times, you might feel like you want to give up and give in. But remember, God knows and cares for you. And just as he had wonderful plans for Lilius, he's a plan for you too. God wants you to talk to him and read his word so that you will know him better and learn how to obey him. Lilias obeyed God and followed his plan for her life. When she arrived in Algiers, although she could speak a little bit of French, she couldn't speak the local Arabic language, not one word. But this didn't stop her working for God. She wrote Bible verses on cards and gave them out in the streets to the men and young boys that she met. The Muslim women who usually stayed at home, however, were a bit more difficult to reach. Lilius knew that this was something she could talk to God about. And after much thought and prayer, she knew the way to get the gospel message to them. It was through the children. And over time, Lilius got help with the local Arabic language and eventually she could speak it really well. It may have been difficult, but she would never give up or give in. Even as Christians, we can have problems in difficult times. And whether your problem is big or small, you should talk to God about it. Do you know that God knows absolutely everything? He can see everything and he can hear everything. Talk to him about your worries, your concerns and your difficulties and he will help you. Lilius made friends with a Christian family and enjoyed spending time and praying with them. One of the daughters supported Lilius in her work for many years by giving money to her and praying. This must have been such an encouragement to Lilius. During her time in Algiers, some new workers even came out to help Lilius. Some of them didn't stay very long, but this made Lilius never want to give up. And even when the French government threatened to pull out missionaries from the country and her work was nearly destroyed, Lilius never once considered going home. She used the time to concentrate on prayer and planning for when she would be able to work again. Lilius did not look on prayer as something to fill in her time. She looked on prayer as the most important part of the work. If you're a Christian, I wonder do you realise that like Lilius, talking to God in prayer is really important. As you pray, God wants you to praise him, as well as thanking him for all that he is and the life that he's given you. You can also ask for his help and know that he's never too busy to listen and that he's always in control of what happens. Lilius had many challenges in her life, but she faced them all with God's help and strength. Her health got worse, which often led to her having to stay in bed. You know, life would have been easier for her if she had just gone home, where the maids could have done all of the work and she could have rested. Another challenge was in the work she was doing with the Muslim people. Her missionary team discovered how difficult it was for the Muslim people to leave their faith and come to the Lord Jesus Christ. These Muslim people followed their God, Allah, in a totally dedicated way and it was very difficult for them to leave their old beliefs behind. Through all of this, Lilius continued to be a woman who loved God with all her heart and she was determined that she would not give up or give in. She constantly prayed that God would give her opportunities to reach the people of Algiers who needed to be saved. This was something only God could do. 
As she called to God, he answered her, and she saw many mighty and wonderful things happening. Can you imagine her excitement and delight to see the first young Muslim man, Ahmed, accept Jesus as his saviour? This was wonderful news, but it meant very difficult times for Ahmed. Eight Muslim men were so angry he had become a Christian that they beat him up, but Lilia sent him away to a safe place to protect him. God was at work in Algiers, and over time, many, many Muslims trusted Jesus to be their saviour. God continued to answer Lilias' prayers. He had given her opportunities to teach many people of Algiers about Jesus. If you're a Christian, then God wants you to tell others about him too. Can you think of anyone who you could share the good news about Jesus with? If you're following God, ask him to help you tell others about the wonderful things he has done. God will guide you and give you the help that you need to do this if you keep trusting in him. Lilias loved telling others about her saviour and she travelled inland by camel to places where people had never heard the gospel. God gave her opportunities to tell the people she met that Jesus, God's son, had died to take their sin and punishment and that they could be forgiven. How many times have you heard about what God has done for you? He sent his only son Jesus to suffer and die on the cross taking the punishment for sin. You've heard it so many times, but the big question is, what have you done about it? Have you asked the Lord Jesus to forgive you? For those who have trusted in Jesus for forgiveness, God gives you a wonderful new life together with him as part of his family. You can enjoy this life knowing that God is always with you and that one day you'll be with him in heaven. As you read the Bible and talk to God in prayer, God will help you understand how he wants you to live for him. Just like God had a special plan for Lilius, he has a special plan for your life too. I wonder if you ever thought of boys and girls right across God's great big world that have never heard of God's great love for them. How many have never even seen or held a Bible? Don't you think they need to hear? If God called you to go, would you be willing to? Going inland and further south in the country gave Lilius great joy. She saw some of the people trust in the Lord Jesus and longed that one day many more would accept Jesus too. She prayed that eventually they would be able to take over the work from the missionaries. Part of Lilius' work was spending time telling others about the mission. On one occasion, God guided some American visitors to her mission house. They were able to see the work that Lilius was involved in and to hear about the many, many needs of the mission. Before leaving, the visitors gave her enough money to support five new missionaries. Other opportunities arose for Lilias to go to Sweden, Denmark, Germany and Switzerland to tell the people there about her work. Again, God greatly used this and another nine missionaries came out to join the work. Haven't we got a great God? He is the God who can answer prayer in such amazing ways. God was always faithful to Lilias and gave her a wonderful friend called Blanche Hayworth who helped Lilias in the mission. Blanche looked after the buying of new houses for mission stations and the Algiers Mission Band which Lilias had formed ended up owning a number of permanent mission stations. The work Lilias did included starting Sunday school classes for children and translating part of the Bible into Arabic. Even when Lilias was unwell and had to stay in bed, all the time she still found work to do, keeping the mission records up to date. 
Using her artistic skills, she drew a large map on her bedroom wall that showed where all the missionaries were working. Even from her bed, she didn't give up praying for them as they served God. This was a very important part of the work and she was happy to be living for him and doing what he willed. Lilius died on the 27th of August 1928 with some of her missionary friends by her bedside. She went to be with her saviour and friend, the Lord Jesus, to be with him forever. I wonder if Lilius were still alive today, what would she say to you? I believe one of the things would be that God helped her all the way. He never left her for a moment, whether she was out on a camel or in her bed resting. Lilius had lived her whole life depending on God for all of her needs. She knew what it was to call on the name of the Lord. If you have trusted in Jesus as your saviour, God wants you to give your all to him and whatever he has called you to do, never give up on him and never give in. Wow, how great to be able to tell other people about Jesus. It is, and as we learned in our verse today, Claire, people who love and follow Jesus can and should tell others about him. Yeah, you're right. I think maybe we should do a craft that sounds great. Yeah, we can do a craft that helps the boys and girls think a little bit more about God's great big world. That sounds amazing. Let's do it. Great. So we thought for the craft that we would maybe make things that we have all of the materials in our house. So hopefully you'll have all of this stuff. You'll not have to go out and buy any of it. Um, and if you ask a grown up to help you just in case there's something that's a wee bit dangerous. But our first thing that I thought we could do is we could get some paper. So all you'll need to get is a couple of pieces of printer paper. And if you line them up really nice like that, and then you fold them in half, just like this. And then if you can find a hole punch like this, and you can put the paper into the hole punch like that and give it a good squeeze. And then you'll have two holes. And then what you need to get is some string. I've got this really snazzy string here and you'll need to get a grown-up to help you with some scissors and just cut the string like that. And you'll need two bits of string because what we're going to do is we're going to tie this together through the holes and that'll turn this into a book. So once you've got your string like that, that means that you have a little book that you can open up like this and the string will hold all of the pages together. Now, there's nothing written in this book yet, it's blank, but what we thought you could do is you could take this and maybe with the help of a grown-up, you could choose a missionary that you know, maybe somebody from your church or maybe it's somebody that's speaking at Bangor Worldwide online this week and you could write their name onto the front of this book. You could maybe download a photograph of them from the internet, print it out, get an adult to help you cut it out, stick it onto the book and basically make a scrapbook. And you could write prayer requests for that missionary. If you're able to get a prayer letter from them, you might be able to cut out bits of it or write information from it inside your scrapbook. And then you'll have a book that has lots of information about that missionary in it. And maybe you'll be able to show them someday when they come to your church and they speak about the work that, that they're doing. And you'll be able to say, I actually pray for you. Here's a little book that I put together. And you know what? That would really, really encourage them, wouldn't it, Claire? It really would. So paper, string, hole punch and scissors. I think that's pretty easy. Do you think we could all manage that? I think we could. Okay, what else have we got, Claire? 
So this craft, if you get yourself five lollipop sticks like this, it's very easy. What you're gonna do is get a nice colorful pen and on the end of one of the sticks, you're gonna write the name of somebody that you want to pray for. So maybe that's your mom or dad or a friend or a family member or maybe even a missionary. And what you can do is write their name on it and then pop all five in a little cup. Then each day you can lift one of these out of the cup and pray for the person on it. That sounds like a great idea. And again, hopefully you'll have some lollipop sticks in the house. And if not, maybe you could ask a grown-up to go and buy you a lollipop and then you would have one. Last craft, all you'll need is another piece of printer paper and you'll also need a pencil or a pen, um, as long as you don't mind your, your hand maybe getting a bit of ink on it. And what you need to do is you need to put the page down and draw round your hand like this. Now, my hand's probably a bit bigger than yours is going to be, but I could probably write things in each finger, but you can maybe write them on top. And what you could do is you could decorate this whatever way you want, and you could write above each finger and the thumb something to pray for a missionary that you know. And you could write those five things and you could decorate this really nice. And then you could maybe stick it on your fridge or in a cupboard or somewhere in your house where you stick everything up. And you could then each day when you see it, choose something else to pray for that missionary. So it could be that they would know God's help in the work that they do. That could maybe be written above one finger. Or it could be that God would supply everything that they need. Or it could be for safety or security. Maybe they work in a dangerous country. And you could choose whatever you want and write it around the hand and then stick it up somewhere. And that would hopefully remind you to pray for them. So it's all pretty easy. It shouldn't take you very long. You can choose one of the crafts or you can choose all three if you're really keen. And they're just things to help you learn more about missionaries, to pray for them and to pray for other people that you know that need to hear about Jesus. Claire, this is the end of our big adventure. Aww. Yeah. Boys and girls, I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned loads about how God's plan is to rescue sinners and how if you love and follow the Lord Jesus, you should be telling others all about him. And I know that over the next few weeks, maybe we'll be going back to school and you could tell other people about Jesus when you get there or maybe even friends that you play with on your street or even family members that you know. And remember that even though God's great big world is full of many, many millions of people who don't know anything about Jesus, the place where you live has lots of people that don't know about Jesus. And even though you're maybe small or young, you're thinking, well, I can't go the whole way around the world to tell somebody about Jesus. That's right. Maybe you will when you're older. But for now, you can tell people that you know, people that you bump into every day, all about Jesus and his great love for them. But that's the end, Claire. We're going to have to finish now. But I think maybe before we finish, we could pray. So maybe, Claire, would you pray for us as we finish for today? Yes. Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for all that we've learned today. We thank you most of all for your son, Jesus, and the fact that he came down to earth to die on the cross and take the punishment for sin. And thank you that he didn't stay dead, but that he rose again and that he wants to save people. 
Father, we thank you for today and all the fun that we've had. And I pray for the boys and girls that, number one, that they will put their trust in Jesus. And number two, that they will go and tell other people all about him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Boys and girls, it's been so good to have you with us today. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. Bye. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.